segregation and inequality. These measures were then reinforced by national federal legislation. All of this took place despite the fact that the 13th Amendment to the American Constitution had abolished slavery in 1865, and the 15th Amendment, passed in 1870, granted blacks the right to vote. Souls challenged the dominant academic and mainstream position at the time that claimed blacks were both biologically and culturally inferior to whites. The British naturalist Charles Darwin was one person who advanced this view. Du Bois opposed this claim in detail by showing how whites invented the concept of racism to advance their material wealth. In Souls, he argues that the color line, a metaphor he uses for racism, is and will be the greatest problem America faces in the 20th century. In Du Bois's view, racism undermined both democracy and humanity. For America to be truly one nation indivisible under God, as a country so often claimed it was, whites would have to acknowledge the past, and blacks would have to be equal citizens. Du Bois drew from German philosopher G. W. F. Hegel's analysis of history and consciousness, or the awareness of oneself. In his 1807 book, The Phenomenology of Spirit, to argue that racism prevented both white and black Americans from fulfilling their potential. Like Frederick Douglass before him, Du Bois encouraged blacks to become educated, to become leaders, to take pride in their heritage and culture, and to struggle against white oppression. This position was in contrast to the view of Booker T. Washington, another great African-American figure of the time. Washington argued that blacks should accommodate white racism in exchange for a basic education and basic legal rights. In Souls, Du Bois introduces two important concepts that further develop his idea of the color line. The first is double consciousness, which refers to the difficulties blacks face attempting to be both African and American in a white racist society. The second is the veil, which metaphorically refers to racism as a kind of frontier dividing blacks and whites. This weighs heavily on both black and white souls and prevents both of them from achieving their full potential. Throughout the text, Du Bois makes it clear he is optimistic that one day America will lift this veil. He believes this will happen when whites acknowledge the injustices of the past and blacks become equal citizens. When the veil is finally lifted, America will be a true democracy, humanity in general will transcend everything else, and the American soul will be at peace. Why does the souls of black folk matter? In Souls, Du Bois went against accepted early 20th century American thinking that blacks were biologically inferior to whites and presented an alternative to Booker T. Washington's accommodationist stance. Du Bois achieved this by suggesting the capitalist economic system led white people to be racist and by encouraging black struggle. The text provides real insight into what shapes discrimination, how it conditions identity, and how it must be overcome. Although Du Bois focused the souls of black folk entirely on Jim Crow America, his later work addressed racism at a global level and was in favor of the collective struggle of all oppressed minorities. Du Bois's body of work, and souls in particular, has inspired activists around the world.
Souls lies at the intersection of African-American studies, critical race and ethnicity theory, and post-colonial studies. The book has huge interdisciplinary value because it has been a starting point for further scholarship in a number of fields, ranging from history to sociology and from economics to politics. End of the Ways In module. Coming up next, Section 1, Influences, Module 1, The Author and the Historical Context. Section 1, Influences, Module 1, The Author and the Historical Context. Key Points. The Souls of Black Folk is a seminal work in the field of sociology and a classic of American literature. It is one of the most important texts ever written on racism and black identity.